Whether we wanted it or not, we've stepped into a war with the Cabal on Mars. So let's get to taking out their command one by one. Valus to Arik. From what I can gather, he commands the siege dancers from an Imperial land tank outside of Rubicon. He's well protected. But with the right team, we can punch through those defenses, take this beast out, and break their grip on Freehold. everybody we're live back with another episode of the objective of battlefield podcast before we go any further though of course uh if you uh know anything about the game destiny then uh, you know exactly what that intro was all about um we lost uh a very talented actor uh and um honestly i'm still a little in shock about it because he was only 60 years old lance reddick passed away um if you've ever watched any of the john wick movies you've uh, you know him from the john wick movies he was in uh he was in the wire he was in a mo he was in a show from quite a ways back called uh called fringe uh but most recently he was a huge part he was the part really um in destiny in destiny 2 uh he is the he was the voice of commander zavala uh the you know basically the the second main character in the destiny uh the destiny game um obviously you're you know you play the main character in the in the whole story but commander zavala was basically kind of the main um you know the the main focus uh around um the story arcs and and he was the main uh he was sort of the main uh the driver if you will of uh of the things that went on in the story and why the and why your character was doing the things he was doing because he was sort of in command of of the vanguard which is a part of the you know the thing in the destiny world that uh, that your guardian is part of um so and unfortunately yeah uh it's, it's really it's really sad that we he passed away just yesterday at only the age of 60 uh and i'm still kind of in shock about it it's I'm it's it's very I'm really honest I get a little I'm still getting a little emotional every time I think about it he was just such a he was a huge part of destiny he was like I said he was Commander Zavala and to to just lose him just so suddenly at, at such a young age it's just incredibly um incredibly shocking very tragic and uh, just really kind of bums me out but I'll try not to be bummed out too much uh, obviously for the rest of the podcast but I would be absolutely remiss if I had not. Um, had not mentioned that uh, obviously before we got started here because I've been playing Destiny since uh, since the Taken King was released for Destiny One and of course I mean every and one, as soon as I started playing that I've basically been hooked ever since so you know Battlefield's obviously been my main game for for a very long time but Destiny has been one of those games that I've really come to love 
in the past, you know, uh, shit, seven years now, I guess, that, like, it's, you know, from, since Destiny was released, I think it's been close to eight years, and now Destiny 2, obviously, and Destiny 2. Destiny 2 has had its ups and downs, but it's in a good place right now, and it was in a really good place, which is what makes this all even so much more tragic. A brand new campaign just released. It's pretty cool so far. I've been liking it. Everyone's been liking it in here. Boom. We just up and fucking lose. Um, we lose Lance Reddick just like that. Commanders of Allah. Kind of very, very fucking crazy how, how similar it is to the fact that um, Irish, the guy who played Irish, passes away like just a month after Battlefield 2042 releases. Right? It was just so, so it's just crazy how this kind of shit happens. So, Anyway, rest in peace, rest in peace, Lance Reddick, uh, had to mention that, so, anyway, on to, on to not really, uh, happier things, because now we have to talk about Battlefield 2042, so. Kind of related, the stream died, by the way. The stream died, okay, cool, well, we're still recording, so the podcast listeners don't really care, so we'll, uh. Let's see if we can figure that out. Uh, it says I am not live. Okay. Well, then I will go live again. Oh, because I hit the wrong fucking button. I'm such an idiot. Fucking old people. <laughs> yeah, I hit the wrong button. I absolutely just fucking... Well, they the, the Stream Deck software updated, and it changed the way... It didn't, like, completely change my icons, but it uh, changed like them enough to where it kind of like yeah tripped me up and i hit the i hit the live button instead of the the music button anyway so so uh junkie boy if you're back on the stream and you're listening you completely just missed me uh uh what's the word what you're doing what do you what is it when you're shit i can't remember the word where you're uh talking about someone who's passed away can you think of it? I know it? what you're talking about, but now can't. <laughs> I completely can't even think of it. I, just Dude, can't. I work on cars. My vocabulary is pretty I, fucking I cool. know. I know. I don't know why I'm asking you. Anyway, um, yeah, basically, Junkie Boy, you just missed the whole part where I was talking about Lance Reddick passing away. Um, now, it's going to bug me that I can't think of the word, though. I'm not, go I'm not going any further until I fucking think of the word. So, get scammed, podcast listener. Um, eulogizing. As soon as I was about to, as soon as I was about to type in a way to figure it out, I thought of it. Eulogizing. So you missed where I was eulogizing the loss of Lance Reddick. So anyway, uh, so yeah, so we're back. Episode number ninety four. We're live on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Dobfire thirty three. Check out my check out my Twitch page. Smash the follow button. Uh, check uh, check me out on Twitter at Dobfire thirty three. And I am, of course, as always, your host, Dubfire33, joining us as always, your co-host, Only Slightly Bad. How you doing, man? Good. Good. Check out uh, Only Slightly Bad on Twitter as well, at Only Slightly Bad. Uh, yeah. And uh, how's everyone doing out there? I sincerely hope this podcast finds you well. Uh, we're back after not quite a two-week break or something like that. Last time we did a live uh, broadcast, or you know, last time we recorded a podcast was um yeah not, about not quite two weeks ago like we said we've talked about that that that's probably gonna that's definitely gonna be the case um going forward i think we're probably gonna do this every two weeks at this point now um only because if anything next weekend is uh i think we're taking we're gonna do a little uh, spring break trip with my son down to uh indianapolis to kind of get away for the weekend 
So we definitely won't be broadcasting next weekend. Um, so yeah, but like I said, it's this. It's getting hard. It's it's getting harder to talk about this game. Uh, there's plenty of news surrounding it. Obviously, there's plenty of things to talk about. It's I it, I hate to say it like that too because there's a very good chance that like a lot more people could be listening to this podcast this week because there's been a lot more interest in the game in the past uh, couple of weeks. As what what yeah what was the what made what caused the big influx of players on PlayStation? What was it? It was the, was the game it's free, free on or PS Plus for this month? Okay, so it's oh so it's free on PS Plus for the entire month of March. Yep. Oh wow! And if you claim it, you you own it. For zero dollars, for five ever. Oh, Not really? Forever. It's five ever. <laughs> really? Okay. Yep. Interesting. So, okay, yeah. So obviously, there's been a big influx of players on, you know, from the from the PlayStation side of things. Um, which I mean, that's good. Uh, we're both PC chads, so I mean, if you're if you're listening to this podcast and you know you hear us talk about you know a lot of pc terms that's why so <laughs> just keep that in mind um yeah so but i mean it's that's like i said that's probably going to be the case just because season four so far has just been pretty uh eh. um i mean there's plenty of things to get into we got to talk about um got to talk about that explosive launcher got to talk about the assault rifle right <laughs> uh got to talk about a few other things so um but before we do that, it's time for Evan's F1 recap. Yeah, so we are in we are in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia this Correct. weekend. Correct. Uh, city in Saudi Arabia, as opposed yep. to what what <laughs> last last broadcast I thought Bahrain was a city in Saudi Arabia, but it, Bahrain is in fact a country. So yeah. Um, so it'll be a little interesting. Max Verstappen, who will probably win the the championship. I've already decided that after oh, one race. Really? Yeah. Okay. He had some problems in qualifying. Car died in Q2, so he's actually starting P15. So if nothing else, it will make it interesting watching him race back through the field. Um, one of the Ferraris, Charles Leclerc, has a 10-place grid penalty on the second race for having too many failed parts and starts P12 instead of P2, where he qualified. So that's also super fun. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, so... Oh my gosh, Ferrari. In, what is going on over there? In Bahrain, they changed out like the whole hybrid system yeah. before the race. Yep. In the race, the hybrid system died, so they had to change it all out. You get two of these systems per season that you're allowed to change with no penalty. After that, you can still change it however many times you need to, but it's a 10-place 10, 10 grid penalty every time. So, yeah, it's it's race two. We're already are through all of our allowed parts changes. And, <laughs> My uh, gosh. I am ready for another year of Ferrari pain. I saw that and I started crying on my couch watching watching Bahrain. So that's super cool uh, as a Ferrari fan. But we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, Sergio Perez is on pole with uh, Fernando Alonso in the Aston Martin, bringing up the uh, finishing out the top row. That'll be an interesting little race. Okay, who's who's Perez uh, drive for? 
Red Bull. He's the other Red oh, Bull. Oh, he's the other Red Bull driver. Okay, what's for, where, where's Verstappen at? Uh, Verstappen is P15, also in, in the other Red Bull. Oh, wow. Why is, how is he back in P15? His car failed. Oh, his car failed. Did Broken you say that? Quality. Okay. Sorry about that. Desi and I have what's up, Desi. It's a good day to be a Daddy Alonzo fan, though. <laughs> yeah, right. I know shit, right? It's pretty awesome, actually. Uh, so yeah, especially for Alonzo, man. He's 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 the old man on the circuit now, basically, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. So, uh, okay, cool. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, so what is the what is the deal though with getting? Why are the teams penalized? for having to change if they have to change that system out more than more than twice like what's the what's the idea behind that i would think it's probably to keep costs down that so that they can't change the engine the transmission rebuild the car after every race you know uh, okay i got gotcha. you try, try and keep costs down probably be more environmentally friendly or whatever you don't have a brand okay. new battery just going and sitting in a junkyard or wherever so I kind of get yeah. it, but yeah. man, it fucking sucks as a Ferrari fan. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> for real. Okay, I can see, I can, yeah, because I get, I get why they would do that, right? Because, like, before these teams, right, they'll just, because they have the money and the resources if they really wanted to, but not every team, though. McLaren right. does, Ferrari does, Red Bull does. Um, but like some of your smaller teams, right. They don't, they don't have the resources to just keep fucking manufacturing. Yeah. They can't just throw money at the problem. They have to right. work through it. Right. So, but now here fucking Ferrari is made their shit fucking terrible. And now it's breaking down already and it's already fucking costing them fucking positions. So well, it's yeah. in the true Italian car way. So like that kind of, <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah, for sure. Right. It really is. Yeah, actually fucking hand-built cars but like you know yeah they fucking they don't want to start if it's you know too fucking cold out or some shit so yeah it'll catch on fire so <laughs> yeah you know things yeah you know stuff like that that's cool cool all right so okay yeah so perez red bull starting off p1 alonso p2 nice okay but you so but so do you so you see verstappen uh, overtaking a whole lot of cars on his way to uh, the front of the grid like early on in the race? Probably. I don't know if he'll necessarily win. I think Checo will probably be a little feisty Yeah, being up front, and he's really good at street circuits anyways. So, we'll Oh, and this is that's right. This is a street circuit. That's right, yeah. which really kind of does change the game kind of bit because it's yeah, a lot tighter quarters for sure. Yeah, but the Red so. Bulls are a second a lap faster than everything else. Right, yeah, yeah, so just not really gonna matter. Right, so yeah, okay, cool. All right, there we go. F one recap. I wonder what happened if I did that. Well, I don't want to find out now. All right, so let's move on to Battlefield twenty forty two. Boys and girls, Noped has entered the chat. What's up, man? How you doing, dude? Twenty forty two broken easy with the RM sixty eight. Yeah, we're gonna get into it. We're definitely we're gonna talk about some weapons for sure. Yeah, I've seen some I've seen some uh, gameplay with that thing. Have you unlocked it yet? Have you unlocked the the sixty? Yeah. yeah. So is is it looks it looks like it's as bad as it looks, right? Yeah. Uh, there <laughs> or I mean, a, it looks as good as it it, it looks. <laughs> yeah, I had a game. I think it was earlier this week. I was playing with no good. I had fucking I don't know. 
45 and 13 with the RM68 with like 20 revives and 12. Uh, <laughs> Holy crap, man. In one game. It just, it fucking melts people. Small 100. Bag, yeah. But yeah, no, it fucking rips. It's just melting people. Yeah. 100, nope, nope. 110 kill breakthrough this morning. <laughs> and that's not in a tank. Not in a tank, right? Or like a fucking heli. Yeah, with the fucking RM68. Yeah, it looks like an absolute fucking laser, dude. Enders, Enders is fucking like just mapping guys. Just mapping fucking, just mapping kids, you know, from like 100, 150 meters away. Just fucking absolutely fucking, you know, uh, hit, hit scanning them, it looks like. Yeah, for sure. So, um, okay, so let's get into that. So this, so this week's episode, boys and girls, just going same format as the last few. Uh, it's just been, I've just been... I've just been really busy. I've been, I've been, I've, I got a little bit more. Like I said, I, I I'm, a, I've committed to playing the hockey games uh, with my hockey team that I'm supposed to play. Uh, even though I'm not going to play tomorrow night because I just don't fucking feel like playing tomorrow night. Uh, so I've been playing hockey, hanging out with the fam, just doing all kinds of shit. So I just haven't really, really haven't had found the time to really put together the kind of show notes that I want to want to get together for you know for a better show. But whatever, this has been working fine. You know, uh, Evan uh, OSB, you know, he DMs me these items and they're in the Twitter DMs and we go through them. And then, uh, but we are going to talk about the maps tonight too. I want to get into now that we have, yeah, where's my list? Now that we have, how many maps have they reworked? They have reworked, what happened to my notes? One, two, three, four, five maps. And then we've got the four seasonal maps. So that's what we're going to do. We're just going to kind of rate them. Like maybe just like a letter grade, you know, talking about them a little bit. Uh, yeah. So we're going to we're gonna grade the five, the five, the five reworked maps and then the four seasonal maps. And uh, yeah, so we're going to get into that after we get into some, uh, to some news items here. So first one, the explosive launcher. Uh, so that thing was a problem. As uh, we talked about last last podcast, according to this is uh, this came from the Battlefield Communication uh, account on Twitter, active and this was March seventh. So this was actually like, so was this the last? This was this the very last reset or two resets ago? This was two resets it was ago like technically. A couple of days after the season started. Yeah, the 7th. Yeah, the last yeah, the last I call them resets. That's what we call them in Destiny, Destiny 2. It's every every Tuesday like kind of things reset. This is kind of the same thing. So, yeah, so this is two resets ago, so on the 7th. So this was this was 2 weeks ago. Uh active immediately we have reduced the SPH explosive launcher blast radius by 30%. We agree that this particular gadget was more powerful than intended, and this change should now move this back into a healthier experience for all. So, um, have you been you been using it? How, what do you? I mean, did you really use it to any uh, devastating effect as it, as it had been being used or no? Not really. Um, <laughs> it's still pretty fucking strong. Uh, I don't know. I don't like all this cheesy shit. So like I tend to not use stuff like this, but it is Yeah, same. It's still fucking broken. I don't know why they added more explosives to this game. It's getting to the point of like BF1 explosive spam. Actually, it's getting pretty fucking bad. 
That's what, yeah, that's, that's what a lot of people were saying. I didn't, I guess I had, it's been a long time since I played one and I, and I guess I had forgotten, but yeah, no, I do actually, I'm like recalling now. Yes, there were playing games on, um, what was it? Mount Grappa, the, the map on the side of the mountain. Yeah. Yeah. Monte Grappa. Monte Grappa. Yeah. yeah. There were some games where it was, yeah, just fucking explosions going off in the tunnels just yeah. like crazy yeah just because because of all the different ways you could you could send some sort of explosive ordinance at the other player right so um and this is another yeah and this was a this was people started complaining about this when they realized what this thing was like it's it's like yeah you're the explosive spam is getting bad we don't need more explosive weapons like this in the game i yeah i <laughs> it's pretty silly um so hopefully they nerf it even a little it they <laughs> They should really just fucking. They're not going to remove it though, because it's like on the battle pass, right? So it's like yeah. technically it's con. Well, it's not. I guess it's not technically content you paid for, because you get it for free. You don't have. You don't have to pay for the battle pass to get this particular thing, right? Yeah. So I don't know, but so but I they're not. So they're not going to remove it from the game. They should uh, cut the ammo in half. You get you spawn with four as of right now. They should make the ammo count to total. Yeah, they should. They 100% should. Yeah. I mean, if you manage and if you manage to run into an ammo crate and reload it, fine. But yeah. Yeah, they probably should cut it to two for sure. So uh, March 10th. So this was just just this week. Uh, next week, we'll be releasing update 4.0.1, a small update aimed at targeting some areas of your feedback from season four. Weapon tweaks for the AC-9, the RPT-31, the M39 EMR, and the SVT, which are all vault weapons, if I'm not mistaken, right? No, just the M39 and the SVD. Uh, RPT-31 and AC-9 were both added this season with the battle pass. Okay, okay. Uh, RP-31 is fucking broken now. Uh, it's a four shot to kill within 30 meters. It was five. Wait, the AC9 got a little nerf at distance. Uh, went from six to seven bullets to kill from between fifty and seventy-five meters. Okay. That was oh wait March tenth. Okay, so no, they did implement this patch then. Yeah, oh, no, that wasn't this week. The tenth is fourth. Yeah, okay, sorry. I have no idea what day it is, so you'll have to bear with me. I'm old and dying. I'm so. an illusion. <laughs> that's right. Um, <coughs> that's right. So. And the AC-9 is the submachine gun, right? Yeah. The Yeah, the SMG. The RPT. What's the RPT-31? It's the LMG. The LMG, that's right, which I have not unlocked yet, which I'm bummed that I didn't get a chance to, a chance to get to it before they nerfed it. No, they buffed it. it. Oh, they, they buffed, buffed the RPT-31. The okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah, I expect it, that to get nerfed. I was going to say, RMC it seems like it. I was nerfed. watching Enders use it. It seemed like a pretty good fucking LMG. Yeah, so... Uh, cool. Yeah, you'll like it. I'll like it. Nope. All right. Cool. Yeah. Uh, as soon as I actually get to fucking playing this game and actually earn some experience and 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 progress through my fucking battle pass, I have unlocked the AC9. I do have the SMG, and I do like it. Actually, I like it. I think it's pretty spicy. I like I like the the rate of the rate of fire is faster than the vector, right? I believe. I think they're it's, about the they're same. They're about the same. Yeah, right. Yeah, but it's uh it's pretty fun. Yeah, I'm I'm digging it. So, uh X6 infiltration device audio pass, which I assume has something to do with that like noise you hear when the when the thing is down. 
yes. that I think I saw people complaining about. Uh, what else is there? Is there anything else? If I go to the link and look at this, or is that yeah, it? So that's all the patch notes. Um, okay. There was some balancing for for some specialists. Crawford's repair tool effectiveness below what is it? Twenty five percent health yeah. got fucking halved. Yeah, the repair tool in general got halved. Fucking thanks, dice. I need goddamn eighty thousand fucking damage repaired. Fuck you and bitch. Buff the repair tool. Fuck you and bitch. Uh, Irish's APS APS thirty thirty six shootdown sentinel should no longer intercept C <laughs> five. Was it intercepting C five? Yeah, I think it was. Holy shit! I don't think I ever remember if I remember like trying to throw. But I actually now that I think about, it, I think I yeah it was. That thing fucking intercepts everything. It and I'm I'm ninety nine point nine percent positive that thing will shoot down a wire guided missile. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. That's that that should not be the case. Uh yeah, so there's some other ones. Yeah, resolved a field of view issue for WoW's volatile cosmetic. Okay. Um <clears throat> Lord Soldier Health Regen delay from 7.5 to 6.5. Increase yeah. the soul helger regen from five hit points. Wait, does this mean us? So this is, just means everybody, yes. right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, so this is Health regen got a nice little buff. I think they yeah. just reported the changes they had done earlier. I don't remember when it was. Season two, maybe they had nerfed. Regen. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So lowered. So they lowered the health regen delay from seven and a half to six and a half seconds. So it starts quicker. And, and you get more health at seven. Yeah. Second. Instead of at five and a half per second, you're regenerating at seven and a half per second. Yeah. So that's a good little bump. That's cool. That's a good. That's a good change. It's Be very noticeable. Good, yeah. That's and I because that's that's I mean that okay, look, fine. <laughs> the thing the the I, I imagine they're probably doing that somewhat in response to people complaining about dying to things like an o, you know, an OP AR, an OP explosive grenade launcher thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's like so I mean that's cool because the whole point of the game is you're you don't you want to play your soldier and run around and shoot people with your fucking gun you know so this this goes towards increasing your survivability a little bit but at the same time it's like yeah it's like that's great that like but just make decisions like how about you just you know whoever suggested fucking you know putting the explosive launcher grenade launch in in the game just like yeah no we're good we don't we not <laughs> we're just not gonna do that right so. So how about we just like go forward like with that line of thinking, right, Dice? Um, removed the remaining aim down sight deploy adjustments for the extended magazines. Okay, so yeah, so all the so all the aim down sight speeds are somewhat back to normal, even for drum mags and extended mags. Right? Is that what that's yeah. saying essentially? Right? Yeah, yeah the so. drum mags were fixed with 4.0 season four release oh yeah but that's they right yeah they didn't do the extended i don't yep. know if the intern forgot or <laughs> yeah. you know that they were drunk when they did that but yeah it's right all yeah now. they forgot they forgot to feed you know they forgot to feed him his monster energy drink yeah. so he just wasn't quite working on point right yeah so uh the ac9 Increase the amount of bullets required for a kill with medium ammo between the distance of 15 and 75 from 6 to 7. Okay, yeah, you said that. Uh, so, yeah, it's a little, little bit of a nerf there. 
uh, from 50 to 75 meters with the AC9, which is probably fine. I, I remember I was using it before this nerf. Yeah, and it was, <laughs> thing was pretty spicy, so. Yeah, and it's still super <laughs> accurate, so I don't it think is very it's accurate. necessarily a bad thing. It's super accurate and high rate of fire. I don't think an extra bullet is massive to it. No, a no. thousand RPM. Right, exactly. So, yeah. Reduce the amount of bullets required for a kill with heavy ammo under 30, meter, uh, under 30 meters distance from five, 5 to 4. Okay. Uh, M39, reduce the headshot multiplier from 2 to 1.6. Okay. So the M39 no longer, yeah, one-shot headshots uh, basically yeah. all the time. <laughs> I think that's why those guns were doing that. The SVD yeah. and the, the M39 would one-shot in the head to 40 meters, I think. I'm sure it was right, the yeah. multiplier that, that caused that. It's That's kind of lame, and they kind of don't have a purpose in the game now, but whatever. Yeah, exactly. So, which, I mean, but as as do none of the portal weapons really other than to you know make yeah, it fill, look fill it out yeah to fill out the weapon selection exactly you know so yeah the only one really viable anymore is still the m16 one of the first ones that they added yeah yeah for sure uh yeah the m16 is uh, still fucks pretty good you know a lot of people complain i don't know maybe i just it probably isn't very good because I'm not very good, but I was always so partial to it in four. But the M416, of course, it's not it's not the Battlefield 4 M416. It's it's the Battlefield 3 M416. But even still, I do I really did like the M416 better in four. But I don't know. I was using the M416 and I didn't mind it too much. I didn't think it was too bad. But it isn't. It actually isn't very good. It has too long of a time to kill and not a very big magazine. And of yeah. course, you don't have an option for a bigger magazine, so you're just you're just stuck with like the 32 round magazine, and with a kind of a long time to kill. So yeah, but I don't know. I thought it felt okay. Like I mean, I like the way it played. So I don't know. Um, okay, so there's that. Uh, so there you go. So there was patch 4.0.1, and then. Uh, where else were we at here? So where did that leave us off with? Okay, yeah, so there was that. Uh, so, but before we move on to our next little item, yeah, let's talk a little bit about, well, we just, I guess we did talk about it. The new, the new AR, just absolutely sick. Just fucking be beaming kids from across the map, right? Um, there hasn't been any talk of, like, nerfing that at all, though, yet, has there? I don't think we've seen any communique on that at all. Not yet. That will probably come with... 4.1 i would imagine they got to do something it makes every other assault rifle basically useless right yeah yeah okay yeah so so keep an eye out for that if you have unlocked the what is it called again the ra68 or whatever rm68 rm68 yeah. uh yeah that's pretty much all you should be using basically so um all right before we continue though i'm gonna go grab a beer so i'll be right back just like 30 seconds. Be right back. The best cheese. Like, actual cheese or cheese in-game? Because those are very different answers. <laughs> cheese in the game would be Zane with the SPH explosive launcher. Okay, actual cheese. Uh I'm a I'm a big sh 
sharp cheddar guy, especially some white cheddar. Uh, we've got some of the guys will pick up at the shop some like <laughs> scorpion pepper, smoked gouda. Oh man, that shit fucks on some crackers. Lightning, oh, yeah. lightning smog. What's up, man? Uh, welcome to the stream. I, I kind of dig your name, lightning smog. That's an interesting one. We had we had uh, thunder snow here in uh, the Detroit metro area. Just. Uh, a few weeks ago, that was fun initially. Sorry, so you guys, you <laughs> wait. I heard you talking about a gun. I'm pretty sure. Yes, when I first we started it. on guns and then made a hard left into cheese. <laughs> okay, yeah, I was gonna say, what is the best cheese? I don't know. I don't know if they're they're well. I don't know. I don't think they're. I don't. I couldn't say I have like a best cheese flavor that I like really prefer. Right. It kind of depends on what it's going with, right? Exactly. Like, it's very much dependent on that, yeah. I'm not going to put cheddar on a fucking pepperoni pizza. <clears throat> yeah, nope. It wasn't that fucking thundersnow nuts. That shit was crazy. But that was, that, all, that was also the night we were supposed to broadcast, but I was afraid to turn my computer on because, like, every fucking 15 minutes, the, the, the power lines behind our house were, like, arcing because the fucking snow was so wet and heavy. It was fucking terrifying. So, yeah. So, other than that part, it was pretty cool. Uh, Colby is bullshit. Yes, Colby is, in fact, bull. Yes, Colby is terrible. Uh, you know what else is a terrible cheese? Stilton. Stilton cheese? I don't Fuck. think I've had that. It's so... F it, it, it tastes... It smells like fucking dirty feet, and it tastes like that, too. I don't... Noted. I don't know what dirty feet tastes like, but I know that this shit smells like dirty feet and it pretty much tastes like that also. It was really, really, really terrible, actually. Anyway, okay. So let's get back on track here now that I got another beer. Uh, yeah, okay. So the RM68 totally fucks. Uh, so use it while use it while you can. Nope, just already got it tier one. I think I saw him say earlier in, earlier yeah. in the chat, so that's hilarious. Um so uh all right so let's move on to a little little controversy uh that arose uh recently so we just talked about it a little bit ago there's been a big influx obviously there was a big influx of players from uh the game being free this month on playstation plus um of course there's been somewhat of an influx an influx of players given there's been a lot of talk surrounding the game uh considering you know we're, we're on season four now we're we're well over a year into the game um you know uh season you know with lots of changes you know they, they've gotten to the game to a better place for sure right so there's been all this talk uh and what happened what went down exactly was uh enders put out a video uh, basically trying to remind everyone that this game is in fact still complete dog shit, which it is. <laughs> it really is. Uh, it, so to go with that, I think it depends on when you started playing this game. Okay. If you're a new player to this game, it's pretty good. If you've been playing it since launch and you have 500 hours in it close to like I do, it's fucking dog shit. Everything's broken. There's no content. But a new player, you know, they're, this is how the game should have launched, really. Is well, yeah, of course. Absolutely. So, yeah. From a new player perspective, I can kind of get it. But 
man, anybody that's got any real sort of time in this game, you like know we do. all of the glaring right. issues. Right. And they're still there. A lot of them are still there. Like, exactly. Exactly. They're still there. Like, like we do. Like Enders does. Right. Like, like a lot of, like quite a few of the listeners of this podcast do. Uh, definitely our patrons. Right. I mean, all, all, our, our boys in the Patreon have been with us, you know, since for, for at least, you know, most of them have been with us close to a year, if not more than a year now. Right. So, I mean, yeah, so we know. No, and you're and you're right. There's a nugget of truth in that, that like if you're you heard about the game when it first came out, but you saw the absolute firestorm <laughs> garbage, you know, dumpster fire uh, yeah. that 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 was all the comments about it on Twitter and the timeline and all that shit. Um, pre-release for you. No, that's right, dude. That's right. Um, you know what I mean? So, right. So you heard about it and now you finally, okay, I hear people talking about it. It's free on PlayStation. I'm going to play it. So, yes, of course, it's so for a new player, they're jumping into a game that's got quite a bit of content, right? You know, as far as they're concerned, <laughs> it's it, it's running well. They're able to play it. There's maps. There's, you know, there's there's all this other, you know, there's all these weapons for them to unlock and vehicles to work on. Sure, of course. Yeah. However, you and I know the truth because we've been playing it since launch and but what and but Ender's point is still still stands, and I still think he was very much in the right to make this video, uh, because he because there like I said, there's this this narrative started to form around the game, as if the game was was good now, as if the game oh look at look at all the work Dice has done, look at what look at look what's happened, like look at you know it's so much improved, and yes it is improved. But the game is still not a good game. <laughs> it is still very much a pretty fucking dog shit game for the most part. There's still yeah. many technical issues. There's still many technical issues. There's still many bugs. Many, you know, fairly game-breaking bugs. Uh, there's, you know, there's the problem with the the way the content is distributed in the game. Like I was talking about uh, last podcast, the fact that <coughs> the U.S. side has a condor for its air transport, Russia has the Hind as its air transport, and these two vehicles have completely different flight characteristics. That's totally fucked. Things like that. There's just there's so many things that are flawed about this game. And Ender's made a video just trying to remind people of that. Just trying to remind people that, like, look. I know what you've been hearing. You've been hearing all this stuff about the game getting better, but he like like let me tell you what's going on with this game. And Ender's is and, and if if nothing else, if of no one else is an absolute authority on the game. Streams he's been streaming it every day since it launched. He's a he's a pretty veteran battlefield player. So you know this uh, you know the video went out there and it for the most part it you know. Another one of Ender's videos, informative, you know, a good video. And he wasn't even particularly, he was actually very, he was actually quite tame in this video, actually. I watched the whole thing. Tame in the tame in the sense that he actually kept all of the, the comments that he made about, about in the video uh, very factual and just very, and very on, so, sort of on point. No off-color comments about the developers, you know. No, 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 no comments about how, uh, you know, just about how terrible the dice is 
and everything and stuff, you know, and all the kind of things that he might, you know, be nor you know normally want to say, which is fine too. He was he was actually very matter of fact about like, look, these are the problems. These are very big. Here's the problem. This problem and this problem, and these are problems with the game. Uh, so yeah. So but someone uh, by the name of Morgan Park, who I guess is a he's a staff writer for PC Gamer. Uh, thought it might be a good idea to retweet a link to Ender's video and had a, a pretty, pretty bad commentary, uh, had a pretty bad reaction really to, uh, to Ender's video. Uh, Morgan said, sad hill to die on live service brain rot getting so bad. We can't call a game good if its content schedule was unsatisfactory. Well, this didn't really go too well for Morgan, and um, I don't know if Morgan, he's probably still employed by PC Gamer. He probably shouldn't be. He shouldn't be. He should be unemployed <laughs> and living in a box yeah, down by the river. That's right. He doesn't even get a van. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, Morgan. Fuck you. Fuck you and bitch, Morgan Park, is correct. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so this take is just fucking terrible. This take is just comically bad. Just comically bad. First of all, he actually the the and the the funny thing is, is he uses the words live service, and I watched the I watched Ender's video. I'm almost certain Ender's didn't even bring up the facts, didn't bring up live service in the video. I'm pretty sure he didn't even mention the fact that the game is a live service game. He mentioned how little content is in the game, which is true, which is still very true. They are, they are supplementing the content by doing a poor job of porting over the the weapons that they put into Portal for the Portal mode of the game, which are the you know the, which is the, you know the the past versions of the game BF three, and and Bad Company two and Battlefield nineteen forty two right, and uh, yeah, so it's like wait it's just the it's just the three right Bad Company two nineteen forty two. And BF3. And BF3, right, yeah. Yeah. So they're supplementing content in the game by doing that. Yeah, so he was so all so he's completely right. And Morgan comes at you know comes at the video with this completely terrible take talking about as if he was complaining about live service and as as if the only thing he talked about in this video was a lack of content or something. And that's not at all what Enders did in the video. I just went over, I just talked about everything Enders said in the video. Enders had a, it was a very comprehensive list of what, of everything that's wrong with this game. And that's this guy's take. It's, it was just fucking comical. And this guy is just, yeah, this guy is just clearly an idiot and doesn't yeah. belong. He, he should not be writing for PC game. It's like, dude, that's not, you're not a journalist if you're just going to fucking try to shill for a game. If you're going to try to shill for a game simply to curry favor with, you know, with a publisher or a developer or something, you know, to, to to make to make, you know, to say, hey, look, I'm defending your game, you know, in, in, in the public's eye. It's never it's that's never going to work out for anybody, especially especially when you're trying to do that with a game like Battlefield 1942 or Battlefield 2042. That's yeah. just, uh, really what this whole fiasco has told me is. I, I can't look at PC Gamer seriously anymore. I can't take anything that they say serious. You're saying battle... They scored right? this game an 80 at launch. Yeah. 80 out of 100. Yeah. And <laughs> now they're saying it's good. 
fuck you. Just yeah. fuck you, PC gamer. Yeah, terrible. Ender's ratioed this guy twice yeah. on this thread. Oh, oh, did he twice? Yes. <laughs> and I almost ratioed him as somebody without Twitter blue, so no one sees my replies. And I had re- put a comment in here, too. We didn't get any content for the first six months of the game. Nothing. Just bug fixes. Yeah. We've gotten one DLC worth of maps in a little over a year. Right, the game came out in November of twenty one. We're in March. Call it call it fifteen months. Right. We've gotten one DLC. Yeah. Like what? Three to five guns a season. I don't count the portal ones, they're already in the game. Right. I don't count map reworks as new content. They're already in the game. Yep. We just we never got anything. And the no. player base knows it. This guy probably played the game at launch and put it down and then wrote this article and played it for two days wrote his article and was like oh yeah it's a good game now fuck you morgan yeah. i'm still pissed about this right i know uh, yeah, how many likes did your tweet end up getting mine's at 11 at 11 as, <laughs> nice <laughs> as somebody with no twitter optimization at all and this guy's yes. got 26 and his tweet was viewed almost 6400 times yes and, his, and only 26 likes and ender <laughs> And Ender's, yeah, Ender's viewed 3,000 times and 140 likes. Just absolutely ratioed. And then there's only, and Ender's, yeah, and Ender's, re, Ender's reply is just, yeah. And then all Morgan Park can come back with is, okay. It's like, okay, great, man. Yeah, awesome. Awesome journalism. Awesome great, journalism great. there, dude. Yep. Yeah, you're going to go far there, Morgan. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, that, that was funny. So that was, uh, so that was the whole thing. Uh, shit, I closed Twitter. Shit, it's okay. It's right here. Uh, yeah, so that was the whole thing. That was funny. Yeah, and this made me think, right? And and this got me to thinking, too, though, <clears throat> because uh, about about Twitter, Twitter interactions and all that stuff, like, because I actually just recently uh, managed to interact with Alexia Christoffi, uh, the person at DICE who is responsible for battle pass content and uh working on the battle pass missions and and tweaking uh sort of that content and the and the uh, the 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 progression the content unlocking and progression stuff uh she was on i think the fourth or fifth podcast official dice podcast that they did they did the sixth and final one recently right i think they said the sixth one was going to be the final one for a while right yeah Mm -hmm. six or seven i don't remember but yeah they're done Right, right. They're done for now, at least. Yeah. So, well, like this got me thinking, and like, like I, I've talked about this before. I, I hate kind of being this negative. I really, it's not really my style. But obviously, there comes a point where you can't. You have to kind of put the negativity aside. You just have to be critical of something. You know, it. You just have to be if you're gonna talk, if you're gonna talk about anything with any modicum of integrity or just truthfulness then you just have to be critical right and you just have and you have to say what you think about the game so that's what i've tried to do i've tried not to sound too negative uh obviously when i call the game a dog shit game that sounds pretty negative but it's also pretty close to the truth you know what i mean um and it got me to thinking because like i feel i i somewhat kind of feel feel bad like if anyone from dice is in fact listening to this podcast uh, yes, we shit on the game pretty bad, but then at the same time, like, I actually, I had a comment about 
uh, a suggestion for the battle pass the battle pass missions or the uh, yeah the battle pass mission screen where you see all the you, you know your uh, tasks for completing uh, little missions to complete to to earn extra battle pass balls battle pass XP right <laughs> and yeah I I, tw- I I tweeted it right actually I tweeted at Alexia Christoffi this little suggestion I had about the check marks and she in fact replied and you know liked and replied to the tweet you know uh directly you know saying hey thanks for the suggestion this is something that we're talking about doing in a future update i was like hey look at that you know and i was like that's pretty cool a person directly related to the game saw my tweet and replied and everything and this is and i gave them i did give them praise for the podcast and all the kind of outreach they've been doing it's it now it was needed, and you know they. I think they knew that they knew the position they were in, and so they knew they sort of needed to kind of do this outreach program, if you will, by having the dev corners and doing the podcast and stuff like that, right? So, but at the same time, it was like, wow, I just interacted directly with someone that works at Dice, but then I also turn around and completely shit on the game <laughs> most every chance I get. I wouldn't shit on the game if I didn't like it. I just I wouldn't talk about it. I wouldn't play it. It wouldn't be on my system. Right. Yeah. If you if you didn't like it, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ex- well, yeah. No. Of course. That's 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 a good way of putting it. Exactly. Like we do like the game. Ex- exactly. Like that's the thing, and that's the thing that so much so many people forget. Ender's gets that all the time. Raz and Tanner got that a lot, like early on with MW 2019 for sure. Like people just saying, well, you, all you fucking do is complain about the game. Like, why do you play it? We like the fucking game. We do like the game. We are, we are, we're playing it. I've play, I've been playing it since launch. I haven't been playing it as much lately. As I said earlier, some other games have caught my interest and it has kind of been hard to keep interest in this game given, you know, what's been going on with the game. But we still like it, exactly. We still like the game. I mean, there's there's plenty of things we could talk about that are positives about the game. Uh, but, I mean, well, yeah, not plenty. Yeah, maybe not plenty. There's really more to complain more to complain about the game for sure in the game to complain about than, than talk about. So, but that, but one of the things got me, that was, but on that sort of same, uh, in that same vein, I was thinking to myself, like, well, there could be a there's a pretty large influx of players, so it's, I feel like I kind of wish maybe we we probably should do an episode soon where we talk about weapon setups and, and things like that and the way some of the maps work and the way some of the vehicles work maybe. So um, because obviously there's going to be a lot of new players, which we could. I mean, you're you're obviously you're really good in a tank. I'm pretty good in a helicopter. So that, I mean, there's plenty of other stuff we could talk about there. But in any case, getting back to what I was talking about, it's just. It's such a strange thing to, uh, to to have that happen, and then I and then turn around and like shit on the game. But you're right, like you said, we wouldn't be talking about it if we didn't like it, and we do like it. Um, but this kind of thing, though, like this kind of thing from a journalist, you know, to just fucking out 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 and out just basically shill for the game. Did you read? Did you read any of the the article this guy posted to the the, the article that he wrote up for the game? No, because I saw the headline and I was like, this is the dumbest fucking person on the face of the Dude, earth. Dude, it was terrible. It was so bad. 
and you're exactly right. He he played the game for like fucking five minutes. The guy had like yeah. no idea what he was talking about. He said something along the lines of the railgun. One of the modes for the railgun was real, similar to a shotgun. Like, what are you talking about, dude? You're fucking lost, man. You are just lost. It's so crazy. Milldog, man. What's up, dude? Long time no see in the chat there, buddy. Uh, is Battlefield 2042 worth playing now? Yeah, it is worth playing. It's yeah, especially if you can get it cheap. It's on sale on Steam for like 20 bucks right now. Yep. Uh, and if you've got a PlayStation 5, uh, it's free. It's free on PlayStation Plus Network right now or whatever you call it. So, yep. yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's worth playing now. And I will tell people that. It's worth playing. It's still a bad video game. It's not, it's not, it is one of the worst Battlefield offerings ever. It's going down in history as one of the worst Battlefield offerings in history. There's just no question about that. It's not a very good, it's still not a very good video game. There's all kinds of technical problems. There's all kinds of bugs still. Uh, there's still, you know, there's still the, 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 the vehicles, the vehicle, not the play. The vehicles play okay, but the way the vehicles are laid out is terrible. It's terrible compared to to, to, to previous Battlefield games. The yeah. and vehicles don't have a lot of depth to them. They're all pretty simplistic. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. They're, they they are. There's not really like you're not gonna. I mean, maybe. Well, now they, they added a little bit of depth, right? Um, by adding the. Um, they added a gadget to the the ground vehicles. That's really all they've done. Well, there, yeah, the the um the active protection the system, the APS. So now you do have to do that. Okay, do I prefer the APS or do I want repair? Because you you can't have both. So there's at least that added to the depth of the vehicles. But other than that, exactly, there's not much outside of that for sure. Like there's only one shell you're ever really going to use. Once you've got the 60 mil mortar on the Wildcat, that's like all you're ever going to have on the gunner seat or on the on the third seat. It's 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 just the yeah. the 60 mil mortar fucks. Yeah, the yeah. So stuff like that. Exactly. However, I want to talk about that. I want to get this out there because I don't I don't remember if I talked about this publicly. So I just if I did too bad, I need to get this out there again. Dice, you're listening. I know you're listening to the podcast because we're like one of only like we're the only one that does one like as regularly as we do Julian and gravity do theirs. They seem to do theirs every couple three weeks. The battlefield show, of course, check out the battlefield show hosted by Julian Janganu and, and gravity eight uh, crash, you know, crash FPS friend of the pod. He doesn't really talk about battlefield exclusively anymore, but I mean, I think he still may mention it once in a while. He's, you know, he's doing the podcast now. Um, yeah. So anyway, we only listen to the podcast. Look, here's what you need to do with the air transports. Take the take the take the fucking forty mils. Just completely remove all the big guns, mini guns. Fine, no more big guns. But here's what really needs to happen because it it still bugs the shit out of me that the Condor is the U is you know is strictly U.S. and the Hind is Russian. The Condor needs to become a choice for both factions. The Condor needs to be a, a choice for both factions. So, because right now, it's, it's really dumb that it's just total base. It's, it's basically RNG what air transport you're going to get to fly based on what faction you get thrown into in a game. It's fucking stupid. That makes zero fucking sense. The Condor flies completely different from the Hind. It's mostly dog shit. The Hind is way better. 
So you just you need to you need to add a helicopter transport for the U.S. as well, and then you need to make the Condor similar to the Wildcat, something that can be chosen by both factions. So if you, regardless of what faction you end up on, hey, you want to fly a Condor? You fucking fly the Condor until your fucking heart's content, dude. You go, you go right ahead and fly that piece of shit Condor. I'll be flying a helicopter because I can't stand flying the Condor. So there we go. So there. So needed to get that out. So, <clears throat> all right. Where are we at here? Do, do, do. I lost the messages. There we go. All right. So moving on from there. Oh, uh, oh yeah. And then Ender's, you, sh you showed me. Yeah. You sent me the tweet about Ender's ratioing the guy. Uh, then he talked, oh yeah, he talked about, you sent me the tweet about him talking about M-Dub. <laughs> what did he say here? COD M-Dub 22 isn't a video game. Battlefield 2042 is better even without ranked, and there's no debate. <laughs> it really kind of is. That is one, there's, there, that is true. Uh, Tanner was even saying that, like, you know, it's just, the movement in Battlefield 2042, there, okay, there's a positive thing we can talk about for Battlefield 2042. The movement in Battlefield 2042 is pretty good. It's it's good yes. movement. Everyone seems to like it. The slide works. The slide's a nice little slide. It doesn't, I don't know how much of an advantage it gives you. Now, they're okay, but there has been, that, that slipping animation has been popping up on my timeline yeah. a little bit, and people have been really annoyed by the slipping animation in Battlefield 2042. I think I even actually experienced... Uh, losing a gunfight to it too. So, yeah, yeah. And the the movement in this game at least can create a little bit of a skill gap. There's no slide canceling per se, as it was in Call of Duty, but you can still do that same motion. And yeah, it doesn't reset your tax sprint, but it makes you a harder target to hit, especially if someone is at a distance trying to shoot you or snipe you. Right. Yeah. You know, you're just you're dipping down. Yeah. Throw a slide in there. Yeah. You jump every once in a while. It just makes you a hard target to hit, if nothing else. If nothing else, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, it 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 makes you feel like you're getting into cover quicker. <laughs> you know, yes. I still always hit that slide when I'm getting close to cover to just sort of slide into the cover. Right. So yeah. Uh, BF5 has better movement. Well, uh, Evan will agree with you there, Legend. I think I think you you still prefer the. I, no. The only thing Battlefield oh. Five does better than this game is be prettier. Everything else about Five is dog shit. I thought I would you still rather play. The, no, I hate Five. The crouch walk, the, the, the crouch, crouch sprint. sprint. Yes, that is the only thing. That's right. The only yeah. movement that's good in that game. Yeah, that's no, right. I would rather play Twenty Forty Two how it launched with the PP Twenty Nine being the only usable gun than to play Battlefield Five ever. I fucking hate that game. I hate that I hate game it. too. So, yeah, so there's one positive thing to say about that. Yeah, so, yeah. All right, and then, uh, yeah, and then that brings us to, yeah, we already kind of talked about this, but this was uh, pretty interesting. So what did, uh, yeah, so what did, what, what was the Battlefield, did this Battlefield Bulletin tweeted about uh, the free on PlayStation Plus? So what do we yeah. got here? So it, it shot up on PlayStation by 578% active players on on this game and there's three million active playstation accounts playing this game in the last week from whenever this was made uh, yesterday wow so i know people like to look at steam player charts for player counts that's just because it's the only thing public facing 
you know, if there's 3 million on PlayStation that are active, there's probably the games on Xbox Game Pass through EA Play. So I'm sure it's something similar on Xbox. However many thousands of people are playing it on EA Play or Origin, you know, I don't think a lot of people really bought this game on Steam. So it's probably not a real good barometer for... No, I know. I don't think so either. Yeah, we've talked about that before. I don't think it is either. Yeah, I don't... I mean, I had... I never had any intention of buying this game on Steam. I've been buying my Battlefield games from EA since 2142 was released. Or actually, no, since Battlefield 2 was released. So... And pretty much... And pretty much everyone has been. Because I don't believe Battlefield... Battlefield didn't end up on Steam... Until sometime around Bad Company 2 came out, I believe. And, and then they pulled them off of Steam again. Right. Just recently right. Back in the last couple of years. Right. Exactly. So they were they were there, and then they were gone, and now they're back. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. So just looking at the Steam numbers is is not the barometer you want to look at for what for who's playing this game. No, of course not. I mean, you got you got people. The majority of people who play it on PC absolutely bought it through EA, you know, through Origin or through the Electronic Arts app now. Um, and then, of course, you've got everyone. Yeah, you got all the console players playing it. So, um, yeah, so that's so that was a pretty interesting uh, little uh, tidbit about how uh, much the the active player base shot up, and a lot of talk about. Um, I guess there was there was some mode. Where it was just, it was really you were, you know that's well, you were telling me about that when you were playing with Bango and their and, and Bango and his buddy, they were they were they they're I believe they added some sort of modicum, if you will, of uh, SBMM SBMM in this case because it sounds like what they were doing is they were trying to group up as many of like the the new people into the same lobbies. So they did make an announcement on this. I don't think right. I sent it to you. They added a playlist for people under level, I think it's like 25 yes, or 30. Yes, that's what it like was. That. Yep. So that they can't get farmed by Enders and Junda <laughs> and all those guys. Right, But yeah. if you're friends with somebody who just got the game and you're level S69, 420 or whatever... You can join your friend and then join this lobby of all the noobs and just shit on fucking everyone with your yes tier one RM sixty eight tier ones yeah. and grenade launcher bullshit. Which it's just they didn't really think that one through. I get playing with your friends, but that they shouldn't have allowed that. No, they probably shouldn't have. Yeah, and they LL, uh, in fact, Alexia Christoffi actually had a little bit of a Twitter exchange with Danny on PC about this because Danny on PC mentioned it uh, directly to her and I believe uh, Kevin Johnson, uh, Total FPS, and yeah, and. She, uh, Alexia Christoffi resp responded to Danny on PC saying that, uh, essentially like, yeah, we, we anticipated that this might happen. Uh, but like, you know, it's like, we figured most people wouldn't go through the trouble of trying to join into those lobbies, you know, um, or something like something along those lines. Um, but yeah, but obviously it was like, but you can still join on your friends and then you can just like get into them easily, but you, you still have to have. Obviously, you have to join on someone who's on a low enough level to get into the playlist, right? right. But right. then, oh yeah, and so yeah, and Danny's response was, "You'd be surprised the lengths people will go to 
to just be able to farm people in a, in a, in a system yep. like this, which means someone creating new, someone like and Enders would obviously ne probably never do it, but I mean, you know, someone, someone who's really good at the game, creating a new account just so they can get into that playlist, just to fucking farm kids. Right. Yeah. So, so, but it was still a little, little bit of an oversight that they, uh, they allowed people to join on friends and then get into those lobbies. So whatever, but uh, so anyway, so there you go. All right, so that's all the news items we got for you there, boys and girls. Any uh, Anything else? Did we miss anything there, OSB? Anything else you want to bring up? No, I think that was pretty much everything there. All right, cool. Cool and exciting, fun and exciting. All right, so let's move on to our next uh, item of business here. Next uh, order of business. Let's talk about these maps. Let's talk about the reworked maps. So we talked about this last last podcast. I figured probably not a bad time to just kind of do a little review, a little grading of uh, the reworked maps and the seasonal maps. We're in season four now. So we've, you know, our, our four planned seasons, uh, obviously it's, we've been told we are, we are going to, in fact, going to get us, get a season five, which is cool. Uh, but you know, the, these four seasons were the, were the ones that were part of the original roadmap. So we've got four seasonal maps and we've got five maps that have been reworked. Um, probably, <laughs> you know, that, that, that there's, there's another problem with the game right there. <laughs> if the map, if they had done a better job of, of designing launch maps, they would not have had to spend time and resources redoing maps. They yep. could have been making more content. They could have been making more guns. They could have been figuring out a way to port the portal weapons into all-out warfare as actual all-out warfare weapons with different attachments to, to attach to the guns. But no, because the game launched with completely dog shit maps... Uh, they had to rework them. They had to spend time and resources to rework them. Um, to sometimes, <clears throat> uh, to sometimes to you know, to some success. To sometimes not so much. Uh, so I, yeah. So let's get into it. Um, and we're gonna go in. We're gonna start with the reworked maps in chronological order. I believe I have them in the correct chronolo chronolo chronological order. Talking is hard. Right. I feel like there's another map, but I can't remember for the life of me what it was. <sighs> I don't know. Oh, well, well oh, did we like, yeah, because there was eight base maps. Yeah. Kaleidoscope Renewal, Orbital, Manifest, Breakaway, Discarded. Uh. Oh, gosh damn it. Yeah, which one am I missing? Are you looking up the list of maps? Yeah. It's right on there. Like official site, actually, if you go to like, uh, um, let's see, spearhead stranded exposure, discarded manifest kaleidoscope. No, I guess there isn't. I guess no. season one just had kaleidoscope for the rework. It's been so long ago, I don't know. I know, yeah. Well, no, and you had to be questioning, like, did I even mention all of the original launch maps? Which I'm pretty yeah. sure I did. Yeah, just maps. The two that haven't been redone are in this list, yeah. Right, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Classic classic maps. Okay. <laughs> classic maps. That's funny. Oh, they're, they're talking about portal maps in that one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
hourglass discarded manifest classic order will break it away. Yep, that's them. That's all of them. Renewal. Yeah. And uh, the ones that have not been reworked yet are hourglass and discarded. Discarded is in the works. Why not hourglass? I don't know. Well, no, because they said it's the hardest one to rework. Well, it better be a good rework. I think it will be, actually. Okay, so so let's start with the, what the, with, with the first one we got, Kaleidoscope. Undoubtedly, the worst map in the game to start. Still is probably one yeah. of the worst maps in the game, I think. Discarded. Discarded, no, discarded still is still pretty bad, yeah. It's uh, so bad, I actively try to forget about it. <laughs> I know. I have not played it. I have not played a game of this i have not played this game on discarded in probably three months probably like three or more months i have not touched discarded and i will not go near discarded maybe if i get into the breakthrough playlist and it shows up on breakthrough maybe i'll play it on breakthrough i don't know maybe we'll see uh so with but with kaleidoscope speaking of breakthrough that's pretty much the only thing they did to it uh, in terms of reworking the map. They really only they they their focus for the and the, and and you'll you'll catch a pattern here. They really did this very deliberately. There were some maps they they focused basically strictly on making the breakthrough uh, game imp- improving the the breakthrough game, not so much the conquest game. And this is, I believe this they did that with this map. Because on Conquest, Kaleidoscope is still complete dog shit, as far as I'm concerned. With whatever change, all the changes like they made for Breakthrough are like still, they're on the Conquest map. But like they didn't do it really with Conquest in mind. It was really with Breakthrough in mind. Because on Conquest, Kaleidoscope is still just total dog shit. So... In terms of what I would grade the rework for Kaleidoscope, I would give it like a B minus. However, that being said, it did a really good job for the breakthrough lane. They did do a very good job of making the breakthrough lane on Kaleidoscope like infinitely better than it was on on launch. It was so bad on launch. You started in like that one corner and you had to take that that stupid lobby in that one building and then yeah. you had to fucking trek across the map with with no cover, the fucking map with zero cover, right? Uh and then try to like yeah, and then try to play it that way. So but what they really did to the map for the breakthrough lane, they added their military installations, you know, they added their uh they they threw in some uh, you know, the uh, what do you call them? The containers, you know, right? Uh, but they completely changed the lane, the direction it went, and the cover and everything that was there, and it was really good. So they did a really good job on the, as far as as that's concerned. And so I give it like about a B minus or so. So what what were your what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, no, I would tend to agree with you on pretty much everything. It's so there's like no maps in this game that are S. There's no like S tier maps. Maybe you could oh. argue some of the the seasonal maps, but maybe you know, maybe we'll get yeah, into it. A, it. That's a stretch. <laughs> yeah, I would say yeah, it's like a solid B. Goes down to B minus on conquest, but it's it's fine. Most of the maps are fine at best. Yep. So that brings yeah. us to renewal. Uh, renewal was one of the ones where I feel like they focused on a on an overall kind of basis because they didn't really change. 
They didn't really change the direction of the breakthrough lane. They did a little bit, but not much. Uh, and then, you know, they did their normal thing, added some containers, added some stuff. Renewal was Renewal was the one map at launch, though, that, like, I don't think anyone really complained about too much. Renewal was a okay map from the start. It was better. Yeah. It was definitely better than most of the maps. Played, you know, it was pretty... The, the original breakthrough lane was pretty tough um, on, I think either, I think on defending, it was pretty bad because you were just, you you know, you were trying to defend this like this massive open area, which is pretty hard to defend. So it was pretty good to start with. Um, so in terms of the way, they, the way they reworked it, I mean, I don't know. It didn't really, like, really improve it in any way that was like super significant. You know, it did definitely improve it somewhat, though. So, I mean, like, in terms of calling, you know, how I would grade the the rework, I guess I would, like, grade it, like, you know, a C. You know, because it was, like, uh, it was is there, you know. So, what are your thoughts yeah. on that? Yeah, um, I'd probably put it at, it's probably another B for me. Okay. But the rework, it wasn't, it was substantial in the fact that it added cover it it kind of reworked some of the objectives and breakthrough cut out a big part of just emptiness and conquest but it was it was an okay map to begin with at least yeah. okay in the in the uh what am i trying to say in the <laughs> spectrum of where we are right yeah we, where we were with these maps exactly yeah so it's it's fine um it's definitely better now but it wasn't a real substantial rework. No, it wasn't, and it was one of the few reworks where they they didn't um, they didn't shrink the map significantly. Right? They didn't really shrink it too significantly. Which, when we get into orbital manifest and breakaway, <laughs> they they very much did actually. So, um, yeah. So let's so that brings us to orbital. Orbital was one of the ones where they kind of shifted a little bit. This one was a I be, this one was really con, uh, was definitely more focused on making the conquest game better. And in my opinion it really did actually. I'm actually I've actually been thinking about it lately. It's like I'm I'm a little bummed that I haven't played it more often because I thought the rework for this map was pretty good. Yes. Definitely made conquest a lot more enjoyable than the original conquest map. Like, definitely one of the prettier maps, right? But, like, it was just way too big. This was so... This map, it was so annoyingly big. And this was one of the ones where they significantly shrunk the map. Like, significantly. They brought in... They basically... they You know, they cropped from the, from the sides, basically. And just, like, squeezed it. And reworked where the objectives were. And it plays way better mostly because they shrunk the map like by probably like 35 40%, right? I mean, they really shrunk this map. And it plays and it plays really well. I'd actually it's I it's it I'd give their the rework for this uh, like a B plus. Made the map much more enjoyable, a lot more playable. Still a little too big. Um and I'd almost want to give it an A, but the changes really made breakthrough pretty still pretty blech on this map I, uh, what are your what are your thoughts on on it i, I don't know when is even the last time you played this map actually 
it's been so long since I've right? played Orbital. It's kind of hard to say, I which know, is right? a shame. I did really like the rework. Yeah. Um, from what I remember, it was it was all pretty good, but it's just been man, it's been so fucking long since I've gotten to play it, especially on on Breakthrough. Yeah, uh, it, just, it doesn't come up very often. I really liked this rework. I think the the map itself is kind of a cool idea. They added a lot of cover to that trawlway runway thing. Yes. The rocket pad. Yep. Yeah. So, that it made that whole a hell of a lot better way better yeah and it was super noticeable too it was very noticeable yeah. like you could really fight in there and not feel like you were just completely in the open yes <clears throat> i would i would give yeah orbital maybe a b plus a minus it's it came it started so so low and just really everything they did just made it such a better map and that one objective they added on conquest like in that little complex on the hill. Yeah. Super, super fun to fight. Yeah. Over. Yeah. That was really cool. And you can like, and you can, it, it, it's got kind of Monte, Monte Grappa vibes. Cause you can attack it from the hill and try to work your way in that little opening or the tunnel. It makes the tunnel significant now. Cause you can go, yeah. you can go through that tunnel and there's a way to get up into it from the ground through the tunnel. Yeah. So yeah, totally. Right. I know. That, yeah, I, it makes me want to go play it now. Actually, it makes me like I'm. I'm actually. I'm thinking I'm gonna fire up the game when we're done here, and I'm gonna like sit on fucking conquest, and I'm gonna hit keep it in cancel until until I see orbital come up. Actually, uh, or I might do that for breakaway, but we'll get into that too because we're gonna talk about that in a minute. Uh, yeah, so there. So that's orbital. Uh, that brings us to manifest. I don't even want to talk about this for very long. <laughs> Actually, because the manifest rework was probably the worst one so far. It really didn't do anything to improve conquest. Did very little to make breakaway any better. Um, I would say it improved or conquest. break breakthrough. I mean, yeah, it improved conquest if nothing else by bringing all the objectives closer together. Uh, and they added yeah. some zip lines to get up to the top of the hill from both spawns. But in yeah in breakthrough, yeah they didn't really change much um no it just yeah it's it's fine it was an a okay at best map at launch it's probably still an okay at best map now but now with faster travel times basically yeah no that's a good way of putting it for sure yeah um yeah man they must have like when they were first developing this map man i bet they were just fucking excited as shit about this map Oh yeah, it's on this port. It's 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 in this port area in uh this part of Singapore. And there's going to be these massive cargo loaders and there's going to be there's going to be containers everywhere, but there's going to be this thing and it's going to be dark and it's going to be rainy. No one's going to be able to see shit. <laughs> it's like I do like it as a night map. I will say that. I'm probably one of the few people that likes a night map. I think it's because it's not too too dark, but no, it doesn't. Not, yeah, it doesn't really make a difference. It just it gets a brownie point for being at and night. I, yeah, and and not being a, yeah too poorly lit. No, true with what it is. But like the driving rain effect sometimes is it can be pretty yeah. can be pretty annoying. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's just it's always it's always been one of the just eh, maps, and the the rework was very. Uh, I, I if I was gonna grade it, I'd I'd grade it like a a d 
honestly. Like it's fucking it's a D it's a D level fucking rework for me because it just didn't really it does it does it did so far we've talked about it like all the all first three maps we've talked about how it's like you know they at least did something to make us somewhat more interested in the map and to me this rework did nothing to make me even remotely interested in this map so yeah yeah Yeah. i tend to agree with you there right so which brings us though to the pretty much the jewel of all the reworks and i'm excited to talk about this a little bit we've talked about a little bit before how much we like this uh, the latest one we got uh, with season four was the rework of Breakaway, the the map in uh, the Maud Maud Queensland, right? Part of uh, Canada or something, right? Or or right? It's Antarctica. Oh, it's Antarctica. That's right. I'm sorry. Yeah, the Maud's Queensland shelf or something in Antarctica. Uh, Breakaway started off as another one of the just massive maps. Uh, which was way too big. Um, what were your what, what were your thoughts about this map at, at launch? What were, what were kind of the, what were some of the things we were talking about this map at launch as far as it goes? Uh, it was way too fucking big. Yeah, the village was fun to fight through. It, yes. it still is. Still is. And the yep. oil rig was fun to fight on, and those were about the only points on it yes there was just way 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 too much ground to cover i think it was like 40 percent bigger than hamada and battlefield 5 that's right which is probably yes. one of the biggest maps they've ever <laughs> that's right that's right it was and then there was the ice shelf which made like no sense because it was so big and the and the rig was so far away there was the there was the the radar station which was hell and fucking gone but it was in fact a fucking con- it was a point on conquest that you could in fact capture but it was hell and gone from everything yeah the map was just was huge and for quite a while uh because the game was so poorly optimized when those massive uh gas tanks uh, in the village would explode you would get like 10 frames per second for like a for like 30 seconds it was terrible so yeah, so the map was really kind of a disaster. It was too big. It had some kind of points. It was, you know, it was whatever. The rework, they fucking knocked it out of the fucking park. The rework made the made this map actually good. Actually very good, in fact. We've talked, we've talked about this before. They really knocked it out of the park with this one. Again, though, this was one where they did shrink it quite significantly. Some people are bummed because in in Conquest and Breakthrough, that radar station is just not even part of the map anymore. It's just background now. Uh, however, they could not. They just they really did a great job. They didn't really change much about the village, but they added a whole. They completely reworked part of the ice shelf. They like. They, they, they reworked like the entire thing. They reworked like the entire thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it was just like kind of like one big. There were kind of two big shelves with this one kind of valley that ran through it. But what they did was like they they made it way more textured. There's like this downed condor in this one part, and there's all these cool little like ice causeways that go around it. There's more cover. <clears throat> the the road that comes down through is a little bit narrower. Um, They moved the rig closer to the mainland. I remember thinking to myself, that's going to be a little bit weird, but they did it perfectly. It looks great. It makes perfect sense where it is. 
Uh, so it makes fighting between the rig and the village way more fun. There's not nearly as much ground to cover if you're going to fight between the village and the rig. So it's like it all feels like one good kind of battleground. So in Conquest, so yeah, so in Conquest, it feels much better. Especially in breakthrough, though, the breakthrough lane is great. You start like if you're attacking, you start on top of that ice shelf, and you work your way down, then to the rig, and then into the village. Yeah, it's 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 it was excellent. We've both we both talked about it, uh, bef- you know, in the past podcast. Yeah. So what are some what are your uh, what are what are some of your thoughts on it? It's it's probably one of my favorite maps in this game now. It went from uh, an easy skip, unless if you were playing like Rush. Rush was all in the village and then ended on the oil rig before. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that wasn't too bad, actually. Yeah. So Rush, it wasn't bad for. But yeah, no, it's it's so good now. The so many different things you can fight over. You can sit back on the ice shelf and like break through and just snipe people if you want or i guess you could even do it in in conquest it'd be a little more difficult but you can sit back and snipe if that's your thing get four or five hundred meter headshots you can get up close and personal on the oil rig with an automatic shotgun and mag dump dead bodies yep yep (laughs) and the village is still super fun to fight through it's it's definitely the the best map and the at least the best launch reworked map in the game. Yeah, I'd I'd probably say it's an A at this point. Oh, I give it an A, absolutely, hundred percent an A. I don't, I can't, I, I don't want to give it an A plus. I don't, I just can't. I don't know if I can give anything in this game like an A plus. But <laughs> it's still a little big, but it kind yeah. it works out at least now. It's not as big as it was. Definitely not as big as it was. No, it, yeah, it definitely, yeah, it, it does feel a little, uh, still kind of a little big in um, in Conquest for sure. But like I said, still way way more playable. Like between the village part and the and the and the, and the rig, especially the way they did the causeways. It's kind of cool because you got the one big causeway. I actually remember if I was uh, fighting up. You can fight up it. There's like cover. The duck, you know can move your way up duck in between cover and like advance up it and yeah it's it's pretty cool actually so um yep so that wraps up uh the reworked maps and that's gonna uh, bring us into the season maps the season the seasonal maps exposure stranded spearhead and flashpoint but before we get into those i'm gonna go grab another beer so i'll be right back A BXR legend. We're saying Breakaway. The reworked version, at least. Just, it improves so many things. It's so much better. Yeah, we were talking about, yeah. Breakaway is an, an A map for sure, man. Absolutely. It's it's good. Oh, no, the music's done. Crap. Why didn't it keep playing? Start playback. Yeah, start playback. Uh, okay, so seasonal maps. Let's get into those. Uh, got a lot of editing to do with this podcast. Ooh, what are you grabbing there? Uh, it's from a local brewery. It's called Garage Beer, but now with lime. <laughs> nice. <laughs> cool. Right up your alley for the yeah. garage. Like mm-hmm. 
Garage beer for the garage rat. Yep. <laughs> All right. So, uh, season one, exposure. I like exposure. A lot. Of, I think I've seen some people say. I actually, in fact, just recently, Junda tweeted about it, saying it was like the worst map. I'm a big fan of exposure. I'm not a fan of the way they tweaked it recently, just in the past yeah. like month. I'm not a fan of the of the new. Uh, I thought everything about it was fine from the start. I thought conquest layout was fine, and I thought uh, the the breakthrough layout was fine. But they tweaked both of them a little bit, and I liked the way it was before. But I think exposure is a good map. They did a much better job. They knew they didn't. It's it's prob it's the biggest of the four seasonal maps for sure. Um, or is it? I don't know. Is it bigger? Is it? It's bigger than Spearhead. It, it, feels bigger if nothing yeah. else the the verticality makes it feel bigger for sure right yeah so uh i thought it was really good the whole tunnel the, the tunnel part is fun it was really neat that you know you can drive the tank through the tunnel and all that shit um it offered a lot of different time you know it offered every kind of gameplay style you could want you could want to have vehicle battles helicopter fighting infantry fighting and everything in between. I thought it was pretty good. I I grade exposure a, a B minus. What are, what are, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I would tend to agree with you. the The rework for the first sector in Breakthrough, I think, made sense. It was so hard to take that initially. Yes, it, it was. That's true. That that was nice, but I don't like the the B sector you don't really fight in the tunnels anymore and that was right that was the best part of the map to me um i haven't played it on conquest in and forever right I yeah i don't really like conquest in this game but it it was always fine um i w definitely wouldn't say it was the worst map but it's yeah i'd say b b minus somewhere in that that area definitely the most colorful map in the game all yeah. the trees and shit and yeah yellows and all that fun oh yeah stuff. The, the blue water yeah no shit right all the different um yeah uh yeah i forgot about now that you mentioned it i forgot about how hard that first sector was to take when it in the original layout that was pretty tough but i feel like it but i feel like it was kind of 50 50 Sometimes you took it, and then sometimes you defended it successfully. Sometimes you failed to, to take it. I don't know. But it was kind of rough. It could be pretty rough, especially if you had people who just were terrible at attacking, for sure. So yeah. it was pretty confined little area for such a big map. But it was always fun. And I, and that was probably by design, right? Like, here, it's this huge map, but it was this really small little area to fight in. And if you were attacking... You know, once you did manage to take it, then it really spread out. You know, then you got to go, you had to go down to the tunnel and fight, or you, or you, and then you had to take the, you know, there was the two different points the one in the tunnel and the one in the, um, that like, uh, that conference info room, room or, or the info yeah. room or whatever it was, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. So B minus for me. Yeah. So, uh, and then the season two map, Stranded. Season two brought us Stranded. Interesting map. Interesting map. Definitely one of the best breakthrough lanes in the game. Yes. What do you yeah, do you you consider that to be the one of or maybe even still the best breakthrough lane in the game? 
I would say so, if nothing else, because it's very close quarters, especially from B, B and C. Uh, it's in the ship. There's no vehicles. Um, it's yeah. just very infantry focused. Right. It's it's probably one of, if not the best, breakthrough maps in the game. But Conquest is boring. It is. I see. I, yeah. And I know you were you were kind of a big fan of this map when it came out. Um, yeah. It's they made they 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 specifically made the breakthrough game on this map infantry focused it's pretty fun you start outside then you start working your way through the ship and of course the ship can still be kind of annoying because you can still people rat out in little fucking hiding spots in elevated places all the time yeah so but it's fun it's it offers a lot of a lot of fun fighting definitely the 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 closest thing we have in this game to anything like uh operation locker or operation metro so um so yeah for to me though like but yeah the conquest though is like it's a it's a real standard conquest field of the game you can yeah because the, the the points just kind of surround the ship and of in not so much a linear way but so somewhat of a circular kind of way if you will so yeah for me i you know i i'd i, I give stranded a c plus yeah, I think it depends on the game mode. In Conquest, it's a pretty solid C. In Breakthrough, I would give it B plus, A minus, somewhere in that kind of okay. range. I guess it depends on the team. But that's really the only one where it's the Conquest is so much worse than the Breakthrough. Yeah, for sure. So, so that's Stranded, which brings us to Spearhead, Season 3. The fucking boringest map. Okay, it... You've probably never heard of this movie, but there's this movie called Valhalla Rising, and it's just it's just very like artsy, very like kind of um, Werner Hart Werner Herzog kind of looking movie. If you don't know who Werner Werner Herzog, of course I don't. I know you don't know he is, or War War. I don't know if you pronounce his name Warner or he's German or something. Obviously, so it's like it's a W, but it's pronounced like a V, right? So it's yeah. like Werner, Werner, Werner Herzog. He just makes these like very like, just very like fucking dark black and white, just you know, very just um, uh, visceral type movies. And like, there's this movie called Valhalla Rising that's about these Vikings that are like searching. They've learned of uh, the 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 good news of the Christ. Right. And so they're, they're searching out to, to the Holy land to, to spread the word. But it's like this, this very arduous journey through the highlands of Sweden, which is basically just a lot of moss and rock. And that's what this map looks like. <laughs> There's just a lot of, just, just like a lot of lichen and rock everywhere. I don't think there's a tree anywhere on this map. Is that is there even a tree anywhere to be seen on this map except for maybe in the background or something? I don't think I don't think there is. Yeah. There isn't like a tree anywhere. It's just like this rocky, barren northern Swedish landscape where or where apparently this map takes place. Uh, save for the two massive IKEA buildings. <laughs> just 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 fucking copy and pasted, you know, onto the map. 
So I don't know. Like in terms of the way the map looks, I just like it's just depressing. It's just a depressing map to look at. However, the way the game the map plays is quite good. It's actually pretty good. It uh there's lots of there's lots of good flowing natural cover. Feels like you can move around on the map from cover to cover. Uh, which is something you could never have said about like any of the launch maps, right? Um, it's got a good mix of all kind of like fighting you would want, some good vehicle fighting, obviously lots of course close quarter combat inside those buildings. Um, very, you know, it's a very straightforward kind of linear map. Plays fine in breakthrough and conquests. So, I mean, you know, overall not a bad map to me. I give it a I give it a B minus. So, what what are your what are your thoughts? It's yeah, it's nothing special to look at, but it is probably one of the best maps in the game from a pure gameplay standpoint. Uh tons of cover, easy to move between objectives and conquest. Yeah. Um good good breakthrough lane. I would I would probably give it an A. Um if nothing okay. else because it's it's such a balanced map for pretty much every game mode. Uh, yeah. Minus the the one that they did with, oh, what was it called? One of the special events that they did. Oh, yeah, the limited um, time event. Yeah, but I know it's nothing special to look at, but you you don't really have a bad game on Spearhead, so I'd I'd rate it high, just just based on that alone. Nope, to uh, saying in chat, what's their issue with pretty with pretty and realistic maps? I get the setting, but they have no aesthetics to them anymore. Yeah, no, I I agree. It's yeah, they're yeah. I mean, yeah, like look at like uh, Hainan Resort, right? Like Hainan Resort, like just I mean, granted, it was set in some like tropical part of like the South China area, so it was a tropical area, so that did look pretty cool. Um, but then even like Zavod 311, like Zavod 311 just had this like awesome feel to it. Like you felt you were like in this, like, you know, middle of this forest where this military installation was in this, in the plant in the middle or, um, yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Nope. I mean, like you could even like Dragon Valley, right. You know, from, uh, Battlefield 2. Holy shit. That map was fucking cool looking, man. Um, Valparaiso, you know, Valparaiso, some of the bad company two maps. Yeah, I know. I know, dude. I don't know. It's 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 because it's the, it's the new generation of dice, man. That's like they just this 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 group of developers of dice definitely just don't have that like, yeah, that sort of knack for for making maps that we were used to seeing in the Battlefield series for sure. I mean, I guess they kind of, you know, Orbital is a pretty map, very lush, very green with, you know, and then with the massive rocket pad on the one end, I mean, it looks pretty cool. Right. But like, I mean, the rest of the maps pretty like, uh, renewal was a cool concept, I suppose, as far as aesthetics go, just, you know, the, the very straight line splitting the desert with the one side and then the other side, all the lush green vegetation that they were growing and stuff like that. I mean, like, you know, um, and like I was saying manifest, you know, I guarantee they were all fucking up. Think they were all excited about Manifest. Oh man, it's gonna be all these cool big cargo container lifts everywhere, and it's in this port, but it's fucking lame. Um, you know, discarded is fucking terrible. Most disappointing map ever. Kaleidoscope is so fucking dumb. 
Like, why... <laughs> why they ever... Like... I don't... I, I really hope they didn't think they were, like, channeling, like, uh, Operation... Um, oh, what's the... What's the... Uh, Dawnbreaker? You know, Dawnbreaker, and then what's the other one? Uh, Siege of Shanghai? I really hope they didn't think they were like channeling that energy when they made kaleidoscope because it is nowhere near anywhere near the vibe of those two maps not even close i mean operation dawnbreaker and siege of shanghai are two just i mean not banger aspects i don't know a lot of people really love dawnbreaker i think a lot you were a big fan of operation dawnbreaker i think right yeah i like dawnbreaker but i back yeah. out of lobbies when shanghai comes up Oh really? I fucking hate that. Yeah. Oh, do you really? See, I never really oh, minded Caesar Shanghai too much. Just fuck my ass, and I can't mm. fly a heli. So, <laughs> no, well, yeah, me. yeah. So, and people try to blow up the building in the center, and it ruins. And it the ruins. Map. Yeah. So, but you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, gosh, damn it, man. I if dude, I, like, if I were a fly on the wall, and if if they even thought for a second they were channeling any of that kind of energy when they made a kaleidoscope, man, I would just, I will fucking. Yeah, I would be in. I would be so mauled if they thought for a second they were even channeling that kind of energy because it's not even close. Kaleidoscope is so bad. There was like again, again, yeah. Like I said, the the rework made the breakthrough lane way better for sure. But um, I know what you mean, Nope. Yeah, it's like it's really like it's pretty. It's kind of a bummer. Uh, so that brings us to our newest map, which we've talked about a little bit. I've played a little bit more Flashpoint the season four map. Uh, this map is still kind of a mess to me, man. It's just a mess. It's so, I, it. I don't like it that much either. It's like they need to do, okay, this map needs a slight rework as well. I've talked, I, I, I didn't, I don't think I talked about this publicly. I, uh, I think I, we talked about this a little bit in the discord, this map. So they need to do to this map, what they did with flashpoint, on breakthrough, but with this map, they need to do it in conquest. They need to make a very kind of special version of conquest for this map. They need to remove the main battle tanks. They need to remove the attack helicopters and the jets. And, uh, and I believe that's what I, is that all I came up with when I talked about? I should like find my discord post now because now I'm trying to remember everything I said. But basically, they need to make this sort of a compact conquest mode. Remove the main battle tanks. They're pointless. They're pointless on this map. There's no room to move. You can't. There's there's no reason to to to, to bring a tank onto this map. You you're, you're just you're you're gonna get C5 dropped on your head without you ever seeing it. And even if you are even if you are trying to fight another tank. It's like you're just one of you is going to get a better position and get lucky enough to just like shell the other one because they can't because the other one might not be able to move because there's no room to fucking move the tanks on this map. So remove that remove. Did I say remove the wildcat? Yeah, I think I did say remove the wildcat even because the wildcat doesn't because you can because if you leave this to just like the small vehicles like the ram and the brawler and the and but but leave in the the uh the the ground transport the mav yeah the mav that's all you need like just kind of strip sort of strip down 
the vehicles so that you make this game just sort of a, a compact kind of conquest mode. The bat, the tanks are useless. The attack helicopters are too powerful. You don't need the attack helicopters. Oh, and I think I said even remove the transport helicopters. The only helicopter that should be allowed in this mode is the little bird. Allow the little bird to be in the game because you could, you know, so that like at least you have some way to move around the map a little quickly if you want to pilot. But if that's the only helicopter in the game, it's going to be a little bit easier to take down because it's the only helicopter you have to worry about. This should be a very infantry focused conquest map, I think. It should just, that's why I say take, get rid of the transports. Don't get rid of the transports. Basically make every, like all the infantry move around on the ground without, without some way to fly and, and without a fucking, you know, a 40 mil or a 50 mil fucking dropping on your head. The 50 mil is still pretty, they've nerfed it quite a bit, but it's still a little too powerful, especially on this map because it's really not that very big and it's just so disjointed and weird. It like has no flow to it. So like, and it has even less flow to it when a helicopter is fucking you in the ass, when someone is wasting their time using a tank on this map. And that's what I mean. It's like, you're just wasting your time if you try to use a tank on this map. It's pointless. So you're just wasting resources. Instead of being in that tank, get on your feet and fucking run to an objective and fucking have a gunfight. You know what I mean? Or get in the brawler or get in the ram. You want to use one of the smaller vehicles to move around and fight in? Fine. So like, yeah, to me, it's like they just, they need to strip this down. They need to make this like a kind of a stripped down, more infantry focused conquest, similar to how they made, you know, the breakthrough on Stranded, an infantry focused breakthrough game. Um, but yeah, that's my thoughts on it. And the map, yeah, the the map is like a fucking C minus. It's, it's, I, what, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, I, it's better than discarded but it's worse than an unreworked hourglass i fucking cannot (laughs) stand this map some of the objectives are kind of fun to fight over they made it made a big deal about the tunnel and all of their uh, promotional and advertising and stuff it's like not in breakthrough at all uh it's very minor in conquest yeah uh i would give it a d I, I don't like this map at all. Um, even if they had just made it a snow map rather than another fucking desert. Most of the maps we have are already desert yeah. maps anyways. I'm fucking tired of it. I don't like desert maps to begin with. So <laughs> that certainly didn't help. And it's... Show us show us on the doll where Hamada touched you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't like this map at all. Um, it's getting to a point to where I'm just going to start backing out of it, and, which sucks because we're yeah. what, three weeks into the new season. And right. This is the new map. Yeah, I know. And I'm yeah. already over it. Yeah, I know. I'm not a huge fan of it either. I like I, I mean, I prob- I, I, yeah, I'm not excited to play it at all. I would be more excited to play it if they reworked it the, the way I said. I feel like like you you did it for break. You did it for Stranded. You you know right from the start you know you 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 load into breakthrough on stranded, and there's no vehicles available. It's a, it's oh okay this is a fucking infantry breakthrough map cool. I feel like they need to do that for conquest on this map. I feel like they like 
whatever you want to rework breakthrough at some point fine but like it's an easy fix for conquest just make it a stripped down more infantry focused conquest which we don't have at all in this game which they did have and that was this is what i was comparing it to was zavod 311 zavod 311 uh did have some restrictions like there were certain vehicles that didn't spawn on uh on zavod there was no jets and there was no attack helicopters available on zavod 311 there were a bet there was a bet you know each side i each side i believe there was one battle tank available and then there was an ifv and then there was the uh the little bird helicopters for both sides um yes yeah one team i don't remember which team it was had a vehicle in spawn that they could get a little rocket launcher strike thing I don't remember which team it was. Maybe the Russians. It was the side. Yeah, where, yeah. Like the radio tower is. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Just vibe and mill dog. Hell yeah, man. Vibe away, dude. Hang out and vibe. Absolutely, man. I appreciate you hanging out, dude. So you're playing Destiny Two. We'll talk a little bit about Destiny Two uh, after we end the uh, recording, man. Uh, I don't think too many people on the listen to the podcast want to hear me talk about Destiny Two too much more. So, but um, yeah, no, you're right. And but that, but that's my point. Zavod three eleven was somewhat of a stripped down, you know, conquest game. So was as dog shit of the map as it was. So was um, Flood Zone. Flood Zone had you know no attack helicopters, just the little birds, you know, and then IFVs. It didn't even have tanks, did it? Yeah, there were no main battle tanks on on Flood Zone. There was just the IFVs. I'm pretty sure. Maybe you're right. The I labs. thought there was tanks, but maybe they despawned after the map got ruined. But maybe, oh, maybe that, yeah, maybe after the map got ruined with it, yeah, maybe. But my point being, they they did it in four. Granted, no one's at Dice that worked that no one at Dice now worked on Battlefield Four. But let this be known, Dice, because you listen to the podcast. This is very simple to do. Just make remove the main battle tanks. Remove the transport helicopters, the the Condor and the Hens, okay? And um, there was one other thing, and the Wildcat, and and just remove the Wildcat. Small vehicles, the Brawler, the Ram, right? The Jeep, right? Uh, Allow the Mav, though. Let us have, you know, bring the Mav in so you can kind of move around in the Mav and make it just very infantry-focused conquest. And I I think you could make that map quite a bit better on conquest at least so uh just remove it and replace it with caspian border from portal oh why is my ding not working there we go okay i need to say yeah wait hold on there it is i'm just i'm just hitting buttons now (laughs) anyway but no you're 100 right you're 100% right. They should do that, actually, because Caspian Border is, of course, like, you know, that's my favorite map of all. So so there you go, boys and girls. There's our thoughts. There's our news. There's our thoughts on on the maps. Um, and that was fun. I'm glad we did that. That was that was actually a good talk about the maps. Um, and then maybe what we'll do, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. I have to, I have to make a decision, actually. I have to make a decision. And actually, um, maybe you guys can help me, right? Join the fucking Discord, okay? Like uh, Cooter Cooter four fifty four did Cooter four fifty four. If you're listening to the podcast, I appreciate you listening, and of course joining the joining the Discord recently. 
uh, Kill a Monkey. Kill a Monkey joined the Discord recently. Uh, he actually kill him. So Kill a Monkey is a guy I met in the um, the Guardian Downcast Discord, the Destiny Two podcast that I've been listening to. So uh, so he joined. Uh, so that's been cool. But join the Discord and let us know. So I, I like I got to make a decision. I need there's a few people that I need to have on the podcast. Thurston thirteen. I talked to him already. He said he'd come on. Buff Nerd Gaming said he'd come on. Uh, I recently DM'd Gravity eight. He said he'd come on. So it's like we kind of have to make a decision. I I do want to get like another person on the on the podcast for sure to kind of like you know have another one of those episodes because they're always fun. Uh, but yeah, we could talk, we could do this again for the seasonal weapons, right? I mean, we could go through, we could rate all the seasonal weapons we've gotten recently. I don't know. So it's like, you know, so there is, there's stuff to talk about, right? There's content we can absolutely, uh, talk about for this podcast. Uh, so we just have to, um, yeah, kind of have to make a decision here on, on kind of how we want to, uh, proceed with, uh, with, content on this podcast so join the fucking discord and let us know okay join the discord there's a link in the show notes it's always in there uh speaking of two though uh also got a recent uh offline twitch follow outside with the haze i appreciate the follow on twitch uh and from uh ashley oh i think i mentioned ashley edge that was oh yeah that was from back in February fifteenth so I definitely mentioned mentioned Ashley so yeah so thank you for the follows on Twitter of course uh, Twitter you know not on Twitch okay yeah three beers in already uh, feeling a little, a little good that's what happens when you're old and dying you have three beers and you get a little buzz so fun and exciting you have that to look forward to Evan are you looking forward to that part of getting old Boy, I can't wait <laughs> so. Anyway, twitch.tv slash dubfire33. Again, check out the Twitch page. Uh, Follow. Hit smash the follow button. Check out our Patreon. Patreon.com slash playtheobjective. We are committed to doing two bonus episodes a month. Uh, If you like playing the game, we uh, Friday nights, it's patrons only hangout uh, game nights, you know, playing some Battlefield 1942. Uh, I was old and dying last night and didn't get on, so I apologize for that, patrons. Uh, but then again, none of you also got on either last night, so it's fine. Uh, but maybe we'll play some tonight, So, because uh, I went to bed at like 9 o'clock last night, so I got plenty of fucking sleep. Uh, but that'll do it for us this week, boys and girls. Hope you enjoyed the show. Thanks for listening. Everyone, thank you uh, for all the support, especially on the Patreon. Um, yeah, check it out. You know, if you, like I said... We're, we've got content like I said I've we've got people we could bring on the show there's definitely there's plenty of ideas we can come up with for the show uh, if you're a new listener you know and you really want to hear more about you know what some of our favorite weapons are or what some good weapon setups are it's like we that's all stuff we can definitely get into um, I mean of course you know there's plenty you know I'm sure you watch all the YouTubers, right? Enders, uh, Flackfire, Level Cap Gaming. How many of those have... I don't know why I haven't seen... A lot of those people have really fallen off on the Twitter timeline. Are they still making videos or like Flackfire and Level Cap and Lossy? Are they still even doing Battlefield 2042 stuff? Level Cap does. Um, I don't really watch Flackfire, so I don't really know. I think Lossy has quit YouTube, actually. He's, like, working for some game company now, I think. Oh, really? 
Yeah, that's interesting. Months, I think, but don't quote me on that. I just remember seeing something. Okay, okay, yeah, because I was, because I was just, it, it just kind of occurred to me actually that like, yeah, like I have not seen their names. I see Flackfire. I see Flackfire pretty regularly on on the TL. So, but uh, yeah, not like really level cap a ton. Who are some of the other Jack Frags? That's the other person I haven't seen. I haven't really seen them on, on the timeline. He doesn't all. tweet a ton. No, okay. So, in any case, um, yeah, there's content, and we're going to keep doing this. We're going to keep doing this podcast. Might not be every week. Uh, there'll be times where we will do a you know a week uh, a back to back in a, in a week episodes. Uh, but it might we might you know it's gonna there's gonna be times where we go a couple weeks in between episodes. Um, but of course, I'll always let you know. And of course, follow me on Twitter uh, because I will of course announce that kind of thing for somewhat you know sort of the show schedule if you will on twitter uh at dubfire 33 but thank you to our patrons cramped club junkie boy junk pup battlefield aussie menace rob dog no good noped this just in the iron ranger himself jaron fuck jaron of course fuck jaron fuck jaron uh big baby 1568 and of course our boy hanging out with the chick, eating some Chick-fil-A tonight. <laughs> Devin, see you later, boy, our general of the objective. All right, that's it, boys and girls. Thanks for listening. Thanks for all the support. Thanks for uh, hanging out on Twitch tonight. Uh, stay safe out there. We'll see you next time. Deuces.